0: brother Kanye West. It says here, my mama used to say only Jesus can save us. Well, his mother must have infiltrated him with some truth. Uh, I don't know his past, but if mama, right, if his mother is the one saying that only Jesus can save us, well, that is absolute truth. Only the Lord can save us. That is true. Well, he's using this lyric in a situational basis here, but let's take it from a broad perspective. And in that, it's actually a narrow point of view but it's a broad in the sense that we're taking it out of this song right and we're in saying yes Jesus is the one that can save us my mama used to say only Jesus could save us well
1: mama I know I act the fool but are we gone to November I got packs to move by God show me the way because the devil's trying to break me down the only thing that I pray is that my My I want to talk to God, but I'm afraid because my focus so long. God, show me the way because the devil's trying to break me.
2: The Godcast with Josh Fritz, where the Scripture is honored, the lost are warned, the saints are fortified, false teachers are exposed, and the Lord Jesus Christ is glorified. Here's your host, Josh Fritz.
0: Good evening, everybody. This is Josh Fritz of The Godcast just want to say hello to everybody. Thank you for joining me tonight. I appreciate it. Hopefully this uh, mic doesn't cause me any problems. I've been trying out different things with my new streaming here, and hopefully, yeah, that should be fine. That should work. Basically, um, here on this podcast, you're going to hear many things. You're going to hear doctrines of the faith. You're going to hear... If you haven't known already, if you're going to hear doctrines of the faith, you're going to hear. (sighs) Sometimes you're going to hear about social events that happen in the country. Other times you're going to hear about um, things that just happen, you know, in current events, things like that. But you're also going to hear encouragement. And tonight might not be an encouraging episode. Hopefully it will be. I am hoping it uh, is a blessing to you and. uh You know, sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. But um, this is an episode I want you to pay attention to because you're seeing a lot of things unfold um, just there in the quote unquote Christianized world. So you're seeing things unfold there and just, you know, pay attention to what's happening, to the things that are happening that are um, regarding, uh, namely, Kanye West. It's something to watch because. Interestingly enough, um, we're seeing things that he's... People who's who he is uh, associating with, but we're also seeing um, a change in him that you've seen that's probably taken shape the last several years. I'd say the last two or three years. You've seen a difference in his... Uh, not his demeanor. He's pretty much uh, combative, but at the same time, uh, his political views have changed. Um, he's for the president uh, that we currently have, Donald J. Trump, and uh, at the same time, uh, if you don't remember that infamous, um, it's deemed infamous, but uh, that meeting that he held in uh, the White House with the president, uh, just because he wanted to wear a hat, and uh, to the media they soaked it up as something just him being crazy, but just... For the moment being, just watch watch and see what's going on with Kanye West. Only because, namely, I grew up with Kanye West in my college days uh, in the sense that that's what everybody was listening to, his lyrics, his music. Um, uh, some, uh, I, I really didn't pay attention to his music, I'll, I'll admit that, but it's more so an angst that he had, uh, from what I understand. Now, look, I could be... Totally not describing his albums at all, but that's not why I'm here tonight. I'm here because lately things have been changing in Detroit. There was a one of those Sunday services in which he holds, in which a I, the name escapes me, but we'll we'll talk we'll talk about this article that I have here. Um, a graduate of the Master Seminary preached a sermon there, and many people heard it. And these are the people that Kanye's kind of surrounding himself around, which is encouraging to hear. Uh, if you don't know who the, what the Master's Seminary is or the Master's University is, it formerly was the Master's College, in which, uh, at this current time, the Chancellor is Dr. John MacArthur. Um, he also was, at one point, the President. Um, he's also the pastor of Grace Community Church in Sun Valley, California. This is a, a place in which... Uh, the Word of God is preached faithfully. The Word of God is defended faithfully. The, um, the 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 place in which ministers are taught and trained and then sent back out. So, just pause for a second. I'm going to be joining on Instagram here. If you don't know my Instagram page, it's the underscore Godcast. Follow me if you can. I appreciate that. Sharing is caring. I appreciate that too. Um, share this post. If you are on Facebook tonight, please share my post. Um, if you are on Facebook, Periscope, please retweet this tweet if you can. I would uh, definitely appreciate that. And if you always want to reach me, you could reach me at 631 209 7457. 631 209 7457. Emailing me also for any questions or comments, concerns, feedback live Bible Studies 412 at com. So, as we're joining here on Instagram as well, uh, Instagram, you're going to see a different uh, background than which I have, so sorry about that. Um, at the same time, let's get this started. I am going to be opening it up to the... The first thing I want to look at is this article from Pulpit and Pen, and that is from another podcast in which we know is the Polemics Report by J.D. Hall, and he is... Uh, has... Gifted us with this blessing of seeing. I just want to make sure I get this down here. If you don't see it, just tell me. There you go. I should see it now. All right. And I want to apologize in in advance. I've closed down all these ads because apparently his site gets trafficked. And it's not... It's something that gets rushed and which I, I don't know how to explain it other than the fact that these ads are all over his page in which I, I, you know, I don't know anything about that other than the fact that they are trying to do away with that. But we're just going to look at this article here, and this article happens to um, describe, you know, what's going around Kanye West what is going on there in his uh, surroundings and what i want to do is i want to point out you know the first off that let me just see if i can Hmm. i want to see if i can get in on this and i can't okay Right, that's not available. All right, so I'll have to, i have to switch between scenes, which is fine. So anyway, let's read this. Uh, for those of you that are on Instagram, you're not going to see any of this, so just listen And uh, as I talk about it. Five important things to know about the conversion of Kanye West. Question is, Kanye West really converted to authentic Christianity. It seems too good and too fantastical to be true, and I, I am in that sentiment. And here in this article, it says here are uh, five, what does it say? Five important things you need to know about Kanye West's conversion, and some of it is inside information. So somebody is on the inside here discipling Kanye West. So as we read here, it says, I've pretty much been dying on the inside for several weeks. I know things, this is what he says, but I can't really share these things. I can't share these because, A, it's not my place, B, hordes of paparazzi that would start underturning stones that are fine the way they are, and C, if it would take glory away from the only one who deserves it, whatever is happening. So again, these things are not solid. As I do this, I just want to get rid of this, not show that ad. If you have been paying attention, you'll see that over the weekend West Kanye West had a master's graduate whose church meets at the Masters University campus preach at his gathering and also that he retired from secular music. I can't say much, but what I can say is that these things aren't a coincidence. Here's what I do know and that I can share. So this is uh these are five things that you're gonna look at. Five. Kanye is currently in good hands. Now what does that mean? That probably means, and we're gonna read it further that there are people that are working with Kanye that are instructing him and discipling him, which is a good thing. Again, I take these things, when I read these at face value, I take these technically with a grain of salt. Because, again, God can convert anybody he wants to, and that would be the greatest miracle is to see somebody with notoriety turn to the living God. Again, this is not you know, his doing, nor, nor is anyone's conversion their doing. It's the work of the Holy Spirit, the call of God the Father, and the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So, that is the gospel message. Um, he says here, I do know several brothers and or churches who are working with Kanye through various venues. I know some of these men very closely. Others I know only by reputation. However, I am telling you with all seriousness that those who are currently ministering to Kanye and speaking into his life are stone-cold, rock-solid, gospel-preaching, God-fearing, ain't-playing-around, Bible-believing Christians... "...who share our common faith." That's good news to hear. These men are not celebrity hounds, could not care less about Kanye's celebrity, are not seeking the spotlight, and are not enamored with wealth or attention. Furthermore, this is the strongest possible thing I can say. I would trust these brothers with my life. They are not the attention-seeking publicity whores and hangers on who have been parasiting off of Kanye's fame and he has been religiously searching for the last several years. I'll stop there. And just in addition to that, there's one song in particular of which I've heard of Kanye West is that "Jesus Walks with Me." It's an interesting song in which I will, I will read those lyrics eventually. uh, That, to me, as as I read them, describe, like I said earlier, an angst in which he has uh, an angst in which you know Kanye. So, uh, from what I understand, and I, I have to do more research on this, was instructed by his then his late mother. I think his mother passed away several years ago. Something about a surgery, if I'm not mistaken, that went wrong. And uh, he was at one point instructed. So, further on here, it says. Furthermore, this is the strongest possible thing I can say. I would trust these brothers with my life. There, all right. I read that already. I can also say that Kanye's connection with these brothers in multiple places seems to be of a divinely orchestrated and otherwise inexplicable inexplicable. Sorry, encounters. I can also say that those fine brothers I know are speaking into his life in different places, are actually unconnected, or so it seems, even though they all share the same confession of faith. More than anything, that this has surprised me. It sure surprised me. It appears as though God has placed him in contact with his men on different fronts in different places as a coordinated effort to intervene in the man's life. You see, that's how That's how this works. That's how, um, as I switch back to me here, we'll go back and forth on this. I just want to make sure I could get this into... I'm back here on the, uh, the live feed. I'll read the article from my other uh, screen here. Um, that's the way this seems to work. You know about conversion. Conversion is God's work. Uh, I'll say that again. Conversion is God's work. Conversion is not the work of me. It's not the work of. Um, in one sense, it is yes. I will. I will give that. Uh, it is the sending of preachers. It is the sending of men. The sending of people to a lost soul, to remind them of their need for salvation. Now. Whatever is happening there, I'm sure in the weeks and months to come, if God is so working and calling Kanye to himself, this will be described in great detail, uh, hopefully. You know, you'll get an understanding of this. So from this one point here, these men that are surrounding Kanye, that are uh, men that are not messing around, that are not out there to tickle the ears of many people, they are there to help Kanye in this sense, they are faithful men of God. Have to be. Uh, I'm just basing it off this article here, and this is good thing. This is a good thing that we're hearing here. Um. So that's one point four. So he's counting down here the points here. It has been explicitly been made clear to Kanye that he must give up his life to gain it, and we know that from the scripture. You have to lose your life in order to gain the life that you live for the Lord, and here, um and this is the big big warning sign which i'm taking very heat i'm taking very seriously myself you can say one thing about somebody some celebrity that says something great that says something right and then again they go right back to their uh, false teaching or they go right back to their sinful life and i take this seriously when i come up on here myself and i talked about this last week that my our lives before god have to be right we can't be saying one thing and doing another and that's ever so on my mind here we're looking at kanye and i all i've known for the last i say 10 to 15 years of who kanye west is is a rapper who curses who says all the things you're not supposed to say right who has an affinity for women and uh, this this is just a typical general description here it's i I don't know his life I, other than the, what you see on the cameras and um you know he's married to somebody who's been objectified uh who is for lack of a better term thrown herself out there in kim kardashian uh we know all about know about the the kardashians and Bruce jenner and all of those that celebrity status there is been just a muddied muddied, muddied life. And again, not to disparage people, but this is what's being promoted on our airwaves. It's been promoted on our um, television screens. If you do watch these things, uh, I don't. Um, But when you catch any of this, when it's played on the internet, you see somebody that's just plain old throwing themselves out there, all for fame and attention and money and uh, all of that. So you you're bombarded with that week in year out month out all that all all along the time and then you see this you know you have a moment of pause you have a moment of clarity here to say is this really happening uh, is this really true you know these are things you need to take into take into consideration knowing that um, we have. We have all of that to look back at, and now we see this, which, again, the part of me that sees this is rejoicing, if this is absolutely true. You want to rejoice over this. You want to. But to see somebody that's done so much against a living God, right, gets turned around 180 degrees and wants to serve God. Now, again, that remains to be seen. Again, I'm not I don't promote people saved, I don't promote them as saved. I know that I am I know that I'm redeemed. I know what I was like. I know what God has done in my life in my heart. I know the wretch that I am, I know the undeservingness that I have I don't have any I don't deserve any of God's love of myself right I can't speak for other people other than that their life shows it other than the fact that they're uh, there's evidence of a new life, correct? Correct. So, four, uh, we've read it already. Uh, it says what he's seeing here in social media is a lot of discerning Christians listing off the things that Kanye needs to repent for, or at least be willing to give up. You know, he has made millions from marketing lasciviousness and profanity. His wife has hardly been modest. I've, I've already said most of this. They've been accommodating to Bruce Jenner's sinful delusions. He's been sacrilegious, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. From what I know, Kanye has been told that he must give up his life to gain it. Matthew 6.25 That gaining his soul is more important than gaining the whole world. Mark 8.36 And that he might have to give up his fans and fortune to follow Jesus. That's just self-explanatory, right? Three, it has been explicitly made clear to Kanye that he should chill, chill meaning stop, with ministry and instead be discipled. so... Perhaps that's why you're seeing less uh, less of Kanye, maybe, on social waves or airwaves. Um, it says here, For those who seem worried that even if truly converted, Kanye has no business trying to lead a spiritual movement, conduct worship services, or lead others. Know that biblical counsels around him are telling him the exact same thing. I have no earthly idea if Kanye will heed their counsel, but I can promise you that it is the counsel he is receiving. And two, it says here, instead of giving vocal skepticism, try praying and hopeful optimism. So this is a good admonition here. And I, I second that uh I second that um that motion that we should be praying for this man. Should be praying for the president of the United States, you should be praying for his enemies, you should be praying for enemies of Kanye, you know, that you should be praying for these people. These are people that have souls. And remember, anyone that's recognized their sinful past, that recognizes their sinful present, that recognizes the fact that they are sinners or are in need of a Savior, we know him to be the Lord Jesus Christ. And anyone who recognizes that and repents, turns away from their sin and has trusted in Christ, we know that as a gift of God. And what precedes that is a the call and the regenerating work of God. So two here, it says, instead of giving vocal skepticism, try praying, in hopeful optimism. I am perfectly willing to concede that Kanye may brush off his biblical counselors, jump back onto a Hillsong-style Christianity, and become some kind of weird hip-hop antichrist. I am making no definitive claim that I know his conversion is real, and so am I, as am I. No one should. Uh, However, I also know that if you can do as voice concerned and not be hopefully optimistic that God can save the chief of sinners... We might have more hope that Kanye is saved than that you are. I'm going to read that again. We might have more hope that Kanye is saved than that you are. And he says here, don't be a prodigal's older brother with folded arms, huffing angry with snorting cynical skeptic cynical skepticism having your doubts while you hope and pray for the best. For those who say, I'll believe it when I see him repent of such and such such and such. I'm glad I didn't walk down the aisle at your church only to hear you hem and haw about proving something to you as though you were the judge of the heavens and the earth. It's a good point there because the judge of heaven and earth we know is Jesus Christ. But at the same time, people have looked at yourself, people have looked at me, let's say, people have looked at you and said, you're not a Christian, you're a fake. How many times have you heard that? How many times have that's either A, discouraged you, or B, how many times is that, embolden you to say, you know what? You're right to say that. Other in the, in the sense that, this only I'm taking it in this sense, is that we have to judge our own life. That's all. We have to take in our inventory, right? To reckon. If you read the Romans chapter 6, you'll find there the word reckon. Reckon yourselves, right? Dead to sin. That reckoning means to take inventory of your heart, to take inventory of your life. Someone's going to accuse you of not being redeemed. It can do two things to you. It can say, well, number one, A, I know I'm redeemed. B, you know what? That's a good warning sign to say to make sure and to check, make my calling and election sure, to see if I'm in the faith. These are all these are all uh, things that are good. Good to take an inventory of your own life, to say, you know what? How is my life before God? Right? And let's take another illustration where you look at the log in the plank. Is there a log in your eye that you can't help the other brother with his problem in his eye, which you think is a a, a beam? Well, the beam is actually in your eye, and the lo- the the twig has to be taken out of his. And I know that I'm not in that text at the moment, but it's it's the reminder that you need to look inside yourself before you go and help somebody else, right? And. Let's give Kanye, let's give those that are around him the benefit of the doubt. This, if this is genuine, true conversion, you're going to know by his fruit. You're going to know, and same with us, your fruit will show out what you're really like. Um, I can tell you that I am not, um, I am not one to say, and and we do this, I I have done this before, and I'm learning not to do this, um, to say, they're not saved. You don't know what God's doing in anyone's heart and life. You don't know how God is working. You don't know where, he, where he's going and what he's doing, other than the fact that he is in the business of saving souls. So to, to cast somebody away is to actually go against what the Scripture says, because it's God. It's only he, only he can work in a heart. And only he can send the Scripture to where he wants to send it, to accomplish the purpose in which he sends it, right? If the the Word of God's working, it's the only way, that's the only thing that Kanye should be reading. Not should be, I shouldn't say that. It's the only thing that Kanye will be reading, right? He'll be looking into the Scripture to investigate these things about his own heart and mind and soul, as we all should. And it says here, If we really believe in the sovereignty of God and his eternal self-sufficiency, we should not care or consider that Kanye is a celebrity with a mass following who is worth a quarter billion dollars. That shouldn't matter at all. For the love of all that is good and pure, do not be excited that God has saved or might save Kanye West. Be excited that God might save a sinner just like you. All men have feet of clay. The angels sing no louder when a hip-hop artist is saved than a hobo. That's one way to put it, JD. No matter what, let us know. Let us not make much of Kanye. Let's make much of Christ. Amen. Finally, I know I am known for better or worse as the most cynical, skeptical people on the interwebs. If I can even tell you to take a breath and watch and see what happens, without petting somebody with, I guess that means without throwing stones. First, you just might want to listen. So again that that word there this escapes me but i'll i'll look it up myself again you just want to understand here that you you have to look at it with a mind's eye with the scripture's eye and pray for the man i mean the man is being he's he's being privileged here in the sense that he's been blessed he's been blessed with the gospel being presented to him anybody that hears these pearls of truth in the scripture you are blessed automatic blessing whether it's the unjust or the just, just to be in the vicinity of a preaching of the gospel, a sharing of the gospel of the good news of Jesus Christ, that is a blessing. Now, what do you do with it? That's important. What Kanye does in his life and heart, what he when he hears this, is faith going to come into his life? Is he going to recognize his need for Jesus Christ? Again, this remains to be seen. We don't we don't know much. Nobody's surrounding Kanye. Uh, like me, I don't know what's going on in his heart. You don't know what's going on in his heart, but you know, the best thing you can do is pray for the man. Pray for his wife. Pray for his family. Pray for his the other side of that family that's been well-known, well-documented. Pray for them. They're obviously seeing a change. Either they're going to recoil or or they're going to want to listen. So this is what happens. God saves one person and changes, changes their life and changes the course of history, right? He did that with... Saul of Tarsus, and it's best you read Acts chapter 9, because you will see in the book of Acts, you'll know that Paul was the one standing there, or Saul at the time was standing and taking the robes and taking the clothes there of Stephen, the one who was the first martyr, and he was there in approval of his death, and what does God do? God, the Lord Jesus Christ says, you've hurt one of mine, right, you're persecuting me, that means you're hurt. you've are hurt. you hurt one of them, you're really hurting me. You're going to be my preacher. You're going to be mine. That's going to go to the Gentiles. Saul had no clue when he was going. No cl- might have had an inkling, might have had an understanding of what the Christians were doing. But he was dead set on stopping this, what would be seen as a crazy sect. And he was out to kill, he was out to arrest, and he was out to... Uh, incarcerate these people that were meeting and beginning these churches and he was out to stop it all but god had a different plan and this is what god does he he actually he if we read the scripture and i think it's in first corinthians 2 1 chapters one and two where he confounds the wise and this is what god does he he'll take the most unlikely person that anyone on the face of the earth would think and save them he saves him. He calls him out of darkness, and he brings him into light. So, what I want to do, I want you to hear this message uh, for a brief break as we get ready. And I'll be talking about conversion when I come back. And we're going to be talking about we'll be talking about the lyrics uh, from Kanye West's song "From the Past." Jesus walks with me. So we'll take a look at that. And uh, just bear with me here as I switch screens. Just listen to this ad uh, on the upcoming Builder Summit.
2: Men like to fix things, make things, build things, things that last. There are very few activities that are more satisfying than working hard to build something meaningful, something useful, or something that others can admire and enjoy, lasting things that serve a purpose. In the scriptures, the Apostle Paul describes himself as a skilled master builder. Then he tells us that we are now building on the faith foundation that he laid, warning us to build carefully. The question is, are we building properly or in vain? Men, I want to invite you to the BTWN Builders Summit. The Builders Summit is a three-day, two-night gathering of men who are driven to become skilled master builders to be the best men they can be for the glory of God. Builders Summit, November 8, 9, and 10. Register at builderssummit.org. At checkout, use coupon code BTWN to receive 20% off your registration. That's 20% off. Buildersummit.org. Register today.
0: All right. That is the Builders Summit. I'm looking forward to that. I will be there. That is on November 8th, 9 and 10. It'll be a good time of fellowship and also a wonderful time to talk about the real things that men should be looking at. Their own heart, their own life. I'll be looking forward to that. Now, on to the next topic here. We're looking at... You know what? I want to discuss more of Kanye West here and then we'll get into the reason why I'm making this uh, podcast here. Kanye West... His lyrics and we'll just we'll just go through them. This is just a surface look at. I didn't consult anybody. I didn't look at um I didn't look up these meaning of these lyrics because sometimes when these artists put out these lyrics or they make their songs, there's something behind it all, right? About their life. Uh it says here We are we at war. We at war with terrorism, racism, but most of all we have war with ourselves. Jesus walks. So Again, this is the, this is his lyrics from his song. I'm just gonna go jump through a bunch of them just to just to highlight. You know, this is the mindset of what he was. If this is true of his conversion, we at war with ourselves. Well, that's true. I, I will take that into consideration. In that, um, you know, before somebody is saved, there is a war going on. There's a war going on now. I mean, there's. Um, Depends on. See, it depends on what his the context of this lyric, and I want to be careful here because he can explain for himself what he meant at the time. Um, but obviously, uh, racism is one of those things that which uh, is infiltrated everywhere, and uh, of which is repugnant. We all know that. Um, but we are we are at war with ourselves. Well, there is there is a, an angst there that I notice, and I've said this before in in the podcast. It says here also, God, show me the way, because the devil is trying to break me down. Well, if that's a cry for help, that's what I see, a cry for help. God, show me the way. Well, God does show us the way. The way that he shows us is in the Scripture. And the way that he shows us is by sending faithful men, faithful people, to share the message of Christ. So that's good, because the devil trying to break me down. Well, the devil can only tempt us, right? He can only try to harm us or disrupt our work for God. Again, though, this is coming from an unsaved Kanye here, um, and it says here, "Jesus walks with me." You know what the Midwest is—young and restless. We're restless. You might steal your necklace. I, I'm not. The, some of this stuff is uh, talking about thievery, it's talking about things that are, um, you know, against the law. Just reading this. Just reading it here. Basically, I believe it's referring to uh, police brutality. If it, this is what it's what it seems like, or what he's trying to get his message across here in this particular um, lyric. I mean, I could be wrong. Um, Getting choked by the detectives, yeah, yeah. Now check the method. They be asking us questions, harass and arrest us, saying things that are against us. I'm not going to read what they say here. I guess in that situation, he is voicing his song against pr- police brutality. That's what it seems like. Um, we ain't going nowhere but got suits and cases. So this is the, basically a conversation they're having between the detectives and the, the criminal, let's say. um, It says here, my mama used to say only Jesus can save us. Well, his mother must have said, infiltrated him with some truth. Uh, I don't know his past, but if mama, right, if his mother is the one saying that, Only Jesus can save us. Oh, that is absolute truth. Only the Lord can save us. That is true. Well, he's using this lyric in a situational basis here, but let's take it from a broad perspective. And in in that, it's actually a narrow point of view, but it's broad in the sense that we're taking it out of this song, right? And we're saying, yes, Jesus is the one that can save us. He says, well, Mama, I know I act a fool. And that's what we do as... uh, unbelievers as enemies of the cross, enemies of Christ, we act a fool. We act a fool, meaning we are fools. The fool in his heart, right, says there is no God. The atheist, as we know, is a fool, okay? God, show me the way because the devil's trying to break me down. Again, this is a, a common lyric in this song. It's part of the, the, the hook of the song. The only thing I that I pray is that my feet don't fail me now. And I don't think there's nothing I can do to right my wrongs. Well, that's true. There is nothing that you can do to right your wrongs. There's nothing that I can do to right my wrongs. The only one who can right our wrongs is the Lord himself. And he died on the cross and laid our faults, our wrongs, on himself and applied to us his righteousness. That's imputation. So again, this these lyrics speak to something bigger, right? They speak to something bigger in which this Kanye, when he wrote this song, he knew the elements right elements of christianity and the he knew the truths right he didn't embrace them perhaps this time around he's embraced them which is a good thing um again i say that with you know a uh, with hesitation because i don't know his soul and neither do you excuse me while i drink my coffee here um I want to talk to God, but I'm afraid because we ain't spoken so long, and that is the truth. You know, prayer is not a part of a life of an unbeliever, right? They want to talk to God, but they're afraid because they hold on to what guilt. There's guilt there. There's a refusal to repent. There's no, there's not an ability because they're holding it on to their sin, right? But here's the thing that this this lyric here just makes me wonder. Goes around in my head, and there is. Maybe in the context of this next lyric, uh, don't make sense. But in the context of looking back, right, looking back at somebody's sinful life, you see what they were. You know, you can you can affirm that this is true. And it, this is, the, you just let me read this lyric, and you'll see what I'm trying to say. To the hustlers, killers, murderers, drug dealers, even the strippers, to the victims of welfare. For we living in hell here. It's not hell. Hell, he says, yeah, not here, ye, not here, ye, here, ye want to see thee more clearly. I know he hear me when my feet get weary. Cause we're the almost nearly extinct. We rappers are role models. We rap, we don't think. I ain't here to argue about his facial features, or here to convert atheists into believers. I'm just trying to say the way school needs teachers, why Kathy Lee needed Regis, that's why y'all need Jesus. Okay. So what what's interesting about this lyric is that he's saying to the hustlers, the killers, the murders, all sins of the flesh, right? To understand that he's trying to say something that there's a there's something going on there in his life and heart, right? He further reads this, he says, They say you can't rap about anything except for Jesus. He goes about guns, lies, videotapes. But if I talk about God, my record won't get played. Well, let this take away from my spins, which will probably take away from my ends. Then I hope this take away from my sins and bring the day I'm dreaming about. And bring the day that I'm dreaming about. Could it be that in these lyrics from the past that Kanye was searching? We don't know that you know i don't know that but these lyrics are very telling uh, in in that you see the heart of somebody just based on what he's saying what he's you know what what rappers would say spitting truth um there is some truth to what he's saying here and i i take it with a you know uh, i'm not endorsing this whole song here um, what i'm saying is that there is some elements of truth here which are mixed in that could be describing what Kanye was like and what he was trying to find an answer. Well, God is the one who finds us. Kanye's lost, it's basically what I'm saying here. In this song, you see the lostness, if that's a word, of Kanye. You see the lostness. And that's, that's a big deal because with darkness, with no light, with um no ability... To with deadness, say the scripture speaks it this way with deadness, darkness, death no 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 understanding of God, very little, if any, without anybody praying for Kanye, somebody's praying for Kanye here, or speaking truth into him, there is no hope, there is no hope outside of Jesus Christ. God the Father, God the Holy Spirit working in salvation to save somebody. Outside of that, there is no hope. I want you to remember that. Remember that I said that because this is absolute truth based off the scripture. Without God searching for the elect. I'll say it that way, right? Get everybody on pins and needles here listening. Without God searching and initiating his search, for lost sinners that are lost that recognize themselves that don't recognize themselves as lost without that without that happening god has to move first he has to because if he doesn't no one would be saved no one it's salvation it's through jesus christ it's through god the father it's a privilege to hear it it's a privilege to understand it but without that message being preached, without it being shared, without anybody hearing it, there is no hope. Hearing it, having that blessing, having that privilege to actually hear the message of Christ, to hear about God the Father, you're you're blessed. You're blessed. God has taken His way of showing you, revealing Himself to you through the Scripture, and you've been given that blessing. And what does it say in Romans? His divine... Everything about him is the nature, the creation, light of creation, the light of conscience, the um, the very revealed words of Scripture. Right? You have no excuse. No one has any excuse, f- frankly, in that in that case. But if you don't hear the message, if you if you don't hear the message of Christ, take a look at Romans ten, and you'll see what I'm trying to say here. There's no hope. The only hope is found in the fact that you hear the message of Christ, that you are. Converted by God, you are granted repentance, you are granted faith in Christ. You've turned away from your sin, and you've trusted in Christ. That's the only blessing. The only blessing in that to actually receive that message is the greatest joy you'll ever have. Well, here in these lyrics that I'm reading from Jesus Walks With Me, the interesting thing is that it says, And bring the day that I'm dreaming about. Could this angst, could this prayer, this cry be heard? Of course. Could it be, though, actually that God is calling somebody to himself? Of course. Absolutely. Next time I'm in the club, everybody's screaming out. God, show me the way because the devil trying to break me down. Jesus walks. The only thing that I pray is that my feet don't fail me now. Well, the feet of those that bring the good news to Kanye... Won't fail. God, as he said in in his word, he will lose none. He will lose none. The Lord will lose none. None that were appointed to eternal life that would believe in him. He will not lose any of them. That tells me that Jesus will be 100% successful in saving sinners. He doesn't save everybody. That's the message that most people don't like. But it's the truth. Could it be that Jesus walks with Kanye? It remains to be seen. So, with that, what I want to do, just a brief overview here of conversion. There's a lot here. I'm going to read the talking points. I'm not going to go into every single aspect. I probably should, but I'm going to read just the the flyby. All right? Conversion means to turn around. Conversion is a voluntary change in the mind of the sinner. The sinner turns from sin, that's repentance, and turns to Christ, that's faith. Uh, one one example you can look at is First, Theth- blah, First Thessalonians one nine. Uh, I believe the Thessalonians turned away from idolatry, so that's your example there. Repentance comes from God; it's a voluntary change in the mind of the sinner, which turns the sinner from sin. A, chi- a change of mind, view, man. I'm not enunciating my words properly tonight. A change of mind, view, feeling, purpose. God does this. God does this work. Personal guilt, defilement, and helplessness may manifest itself in the fear of punishment, and yet no hatred of sin. Sin is not really hated unless it is hated in all its forms. Psalm 97.10 reads, Hate evil you who love the Lord, who preserves the souls of his godly ones. He delivers them from the hand of the wicked. Actually, in this verse, in the, in the, the psalmist has it here, hate evil. Those that are saved hate their sin. They hate sin altogether. They love the Lord, so they're going to hate sin. And the Lord is the one who preserves the souls of his godly ones. See, that's you actually have the doctrine of eternal security in this verse as well. The sinner hates the sin he or she is sorry for and is sorry for the sins he or she hates. 2 Corinthians seven nine speaks of godly sorrow that makes us sorrowful to the point of repentance according to the will of God, and in in that you won't suffer loss. Repentance condemns the sin which brought the consequences. The confession of sin is on their lips. God's mind about sin is in its thoughts. This is our our mouths here. Uh, Speaking about repentance condemns the sin. Walking away from sin in its way, there's a brokenness in our heart. Taking hold of Christ are its hands, and the humbleness of manner is the attitude. And this is important too. This point I'm going to make now in terms of conversion, right? I've said this before in the Godcast. I'm actually reading old notes, so if you haven't heard this already from me, you're going to hear it again. Um, this is what we have to understand: what sin is before God, and this people have a low view of their sin. They love their sin, and they have a lo- they have a low view of rather they have a low view of God and a high view of their sin. Let's say it that way to make make the, make it of more sense here. Um, they're not aware of their sin, right? Their sin is against God. Our sin, my sin is against God. Is against his nature, is against his will, is against his authority, is against his law, is against his justice and his goodness. That's what sin is. It's against that. It's missing the mark, hamartia. One wrong thought keeps us from God. Have you ever had a wrong thought enter your mind? And truth is not in us. Falsehood is in us, okay? It separates the fellowship from God. It's a broken fellowship that we have with God because of that. The evil of sin arises chiefly from the fact that of its opposed opposition to God and out of its harmony, out of harmony with his character. So sin is out of harmony with who God is. God is holy, right? And if you watch that sermon that that man preached at that Sunday service regarding Kanye, he was speaking about the holiness of God which is very important to know because if you don't know the holiness of God you will never recognize the sin in your heart that needs to be booted out, kicked out, confessed, repented of and never seen anymore in your life. True repentance justifies God, right? It condemns himself. And what what does that mean? True repentance means that God, I am wrong. God, you are holy. I am a wretch. I am in need of your help, and I'm saying this w- with severe um, sincerity. Here, this is what I you. This is true seriousness about your heart and life. The forsaking of sin when repentance is genuine. What does genuine repentance look like? You forsaking sin. They turn from darkness to light. Sinners turn from darkness to light, from the power of Satan to the power of God. Proverbs twenty eight thirteen says, "He that covereth his sins shall not prosper, but whoso confesseth and forsaketh them shall have mercy." Isaiah fifty five seven. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return unto the Lord, and He will have mercy upon him. And to our God, for He will abundantly pardon. God gives us a way out. He grants us repentance. He's saying. I thought you were talking about conversion. Yeah, I I am talking about conversion. Repentance is a big deal about that, and so on and so forth. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop it here. But repentance is a big deal of conversion. I mean, this is repentance is is a big deal. Faith is the other half. Okay, faith is a gift of God. It's a change in mind of the sinner. The sinner turns to the Lord Jesus Christ, and it's really God turning the sinner. It's a faith life. Faith is not normal. The life is not, rather, the life is not normal. It says here, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. That's the same word for faith. To the Jew first and also to the Greek, for in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. That is, it is written, The righteous man shall live by faith. Again, I'm I'm breezing through here. Faith for believers rests upon the knowledge of God. The will of God is obtained through the word of God and personal experience, meaning you're going to walk my faith. You're going to be trusting God. It's a new life. This faith is not a faith that we're unsure of things. We are sometimes, but this faith is a rest assurance in God's salvation, in God's provision, in God the way God has handled us and mankind throughout millennia. First John 5.10, The one who believes in the Son of God has the testimony in himself. The one who does not believe God has made him a liar, because he has not believed in the testimony that God has given concerning his Son. And the testimony is this, that God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He who has the Son has the life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have the life." Faith is the foundation. Faith is the establishing element. Faith makes possible all the other Christian graces. Okay? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. That's Romans ten seventeen. This is the only way things that are believed. Okay? Christ must be received. It is not the gospel message the sinner trusts in. It is Christ the sinner trusts in who the gospel speaks of knowing God. Our faith depends on knowing God. Our faith depends on communion with God. Our faith depends on trusting in God who causes us to hope. For in hope we have been stayed, but hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes what he has already seen? The expectation of something better, no matter what spiritual blessing comes to the believer. Hope is made up of desire and expectation. Okay, it's a confidence that we have. Faith is a confidence that we have in God. Again, I'll stop it there for tonight. Again, I just gave you a flyby. I did skip over some things, some elements there, but this is the, this is the benefit that you get from looking at the life of somebody that's out there to see. Kanye's out there to see. He, you see everything about him, his music, his life what he says uh, on, a, on a consistent basis, who he's involved with, and now you see some changes in his life. Let's hope and trust the best for Kanye here that he might be truly converted. Conversion is a complete change of God. Salvation takes in many doctrines in, in the sense that there's it's the doctrines of salvation, meaning God is the one in the driver's seat, so to speak, regarding salvation. He is the one that saves. He is the one that is sovereign overall. He is the one that is sovereign in salvation. Again, um, the scripture does portray a high view of God and a, a low view of man. And uh, that's must be understood. So, with that, I hope that this going over this article from pulpitandpen.org, check that out there. Also, this these lyrics from a past song of Kanye, you'll see his searching and searching, and the blindness going on, that possibly, just hopefully, we, we pray, and we hope and trust that Kanye is truly repentant, truly uh, trusting in Christ. Only time will tell, and uh, the, the fruits of his repentance will be seen. Just as it, it should be a reminder to look at your own life, to look at your own life before God says, am, am I really in the faith to make our calling and election sure that's what should be done here that's what should bring us to the point What is the grace of God can the grace of God be extended to the such and likes as Kanye of course think of the conversions in the scripture think of Nebuchadnezzar in the book of Daniel think of Saul of Tarsus think about these things think of the Ethiopian eunuch He's reading the scripture Philip was there sent to tell him what Isaiah 53 meant. Think about that. Think about the people in the scripture that were converted and you'll understand more about who God is and you'll understand this is not clear cut in the sense that we can just make things and say blanket statements. Oh, he saved and this, that, the other. Maybe one day we can actually say brother Kanye West. Think about that. With that said, this has been a great time here with you listening. I appreciate it again. Uh, if you go back to the beginning of this video or this podcast, you can reach me 631 209 7457. Leave me a message, text message, leave me a voicemail, something, question, anything you want to ask. Uh, I appreciate the, the viewership. If you can share these posts, I would appreciate that. You can go to the Bible Thumping Wing You'll find me there. Just scroll down, hit the Godcast with Josh Fritz. Share these posts episodes if you can i would appreciate that i'm also on patreon if you feel obliged to give to this ministry i would appreciate that it would help with my um would help with my uh, equipment and things like that i am looking forward and i always say this i'm looking forward to the day that i interview somebody here on the godcast by right now i would probably just do a phone interview uh, at this point uh, as far as technology allows me to but i could also share a mic with somebody here at my house so Again, we'll, we'll, we'll see what we can do here, but, um, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to things here on the Godcast. If you feel obliged to give on Patreon, I would appreciate that. Don't forget the Builder Summit, uh, the BTWN Builder Summit that's coming up in November 8th. If you are a a man and you are interested in joining, just go to buildersummit.org. And I'm tired of talking tonight. So it's been a great night. I, anybody that has watched, please share this if you can, uh, it would really help if you would leave me reviews on iTunes as well. Uh, just search there the Godcast with Josh Fritz. So, with that, this episode is over. God bless you guys. I will see you guys next week here on the Godcast. God bless you.
1: Salted ground, the Lord is my salvation.
0: share this episode i know i'm here at the tail end here if you've been listening to this on the bible thumping wingnut.com please share this episode if you can use all your social media skills and go to twitter facebook instagram you name it screenshot it whatever you got to do please share this episode i would greatly appreciate it that was shane and shane the lord is my salvation to close out the podcast god bless you see you guys all next week on the godcast